Welcome. This is DeForest Soares Jr. My friends call me Buster. My enemies do too. This is the D-Free Podcast. We call it In the Black because we want everybody, especially, especially black people, to be in the black. That means you own more than you owe. You make more than you spend. Your assets are greater than your liabilities. Be in the black. This podcast is sponsored by Prudential, and it is owned by the D-Free Movement. My co-host is Tamika Stembridge, attorney, hip-hop retiree, and all things genius. Welcome to me. Thank you, guys, and welcome to D-Free in the Black. This episode of the D-Free in the Black podcast is brought to you by our friends at Prudential. When I was a teenager during the 1960s, there was a term that was commonly used among a variety of organizations, and that term was unity without uniformity. The idea was that we could be unified even though we disagreed on various strategies and philosophies. Now, fast forward to today, and what I believe we can all agree on, despite our differences, is that black people are better off with less debt than more debt. I I don't think there's any religious conflict. I don't think there's any political conflict. I don't think there's any philosophical conflict with that assumption. And if we agree that our people would be better off with less debt, meaning Less debt gives us the ability to invest money. No debt gives us the ability to buy insurance, to leave a legacy. Less debt takes stress off of our minds, bodies, and souls to ensure that we can have lower blood pressure and less disease. Less debt gives us the ability to invest in real estate. In other words, If we're going to reach financial freedom, if we're going to achieve the kind of outcomes that we love to talk about and pray about and clap about, if we're going to buy our own neighborhoods, if we're going to leave some resources that when we die can be used by our families, if we're going to support African-American institutions, if we're going to become philanthropists, it means that we have to earn more than we spend save more than we throw away. Our assets will have to be greater than our liabilities. And my own personal experience is the way you get there is you stop using credit cards. You stop paying high interest. You stop paying last month's bills with next week's check. You stop living paycheck to paycheck. I've also been the beneficiary of having my income increase over the years. But if income increases before you control what you have, then higher income simply means higher expenses, higher debt, and your financial status does not change. As a result of this perspective, I have invited every national black organization to join the Billion Dollar Challenge. The Delta Sigma Theta sorority has accepted this challenge, and it's simply this. By the end of 2020, We are attempting at the D-Free Financial Freedom Movement to help 100,000 African Americans pay off $10,000 in consumer debt. If 100,000 African Americans can do like the Delta Sigma Theta chapter in Las Vegas, Nevada, that has paid off in one year $400,000 in debt, we can shift the money that we were paying to Visa and MasterCard and Macy's and GMAC 
into insurance products, real estate, savings for emergencies. That's the billion-dollar challenge. I have been an activist all of my life, and I have concluded that there is no greater cause than that cause that invites our people to take control of what we have because if you don't use what you have, then you don't deserve what's coming. The Billion Dollar Challenge is at the website BillionDollarPayDown.com. It's simple, it's easy to use, and it's absolutely free and confidential. And so my challenge to you is to accept the Billion Dollar Challenge. Pay down your debt, increase your savings, and launch your journey into financial freedom. This episode of the D-Free in the Black podcast is brought to you by our friends at Prudential. Hello, 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 and welcome to D-Free's podcast in the Black. I'm your host, Tamika Stembridge, the executive director of the D-Free Global Foundation. And I'm here with my co-host, the Reverend Dr. DeForest B. Soares Jr. How are you, sir? I'm okay. Tamika Stembridge, Esquire. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go that formal. I'm doing great and uh, I'm thrilled to be a part of your team on this uh, mission to help Black America be in the Black. Yeah, I don't think uh, people are, are looking to be in the, well, hopefully we're looking to be in the Black. I know the times are a bit tough right now, but it's it's always good that we're not in this um, work alone. I'm excited about our guest today from NARAB, the National Association of Real Estate Brokers. Um, We're joined by Donnell Williams, who's the president, and Laura Washington, who's over civic engagement. Welcome, you guys, to D-Free in the Black. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, you know, folks from NARAB, um, when we started D-Free, all people heard was debt, 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 and the assumption was that we were only interested in getting people out of debt. And of course, getting out of debt is the first step towards financial freedom. But on a larger scale, we have to really make it clear that whenever you're fighting for freedom, there's always two aspects of freedom. There's freedom from and freedom to. So we have said now in our newer literature that D-Free stands for freedom from debt, delinquencies, and deficits, but so that we can be free to have deposits in our own bank accounts, earn dividends from investments, and having deeds with our names on them. And you are the deed people. You're the one helping our people own property that can have deeds with their names on it. So we're, we're thrilled to have you as national partners. Thrilled. Well, we're, so, we're grateful to be here. Tell us what your organization is about. Tell us a little history of NARAB and what your priorities are for this season. Well, we have a rich history. Uh, The National Association of Real Estate Brokers was founded in uh, 1947. It was 73 years old, uh, started um, by 11 brothers and one sister uh, from across the country. Uh, Alabama, Ohio, Michigan, Florida, uh, Georgia, they got together in Tampa, Florida, and um, they were tired. They were tired of the discrimination. We are the first fair housing organization in the country, and we began to work together. And out of that union, out of that meeting, now we're over 100 chapters across the country. 
And uh, our mantra is democracy and housing. We uh, leverage our uh, members. We leverage our political uh, figures and um, our politicians and whatnot to um, to speak out for uh, the underprivileged and the underserved market. And how large is your organization? We are about 20,000 members strong with 100 chapters of different um, disciplines. See, the thing about us is that we don't concentrate on just one discipline. We we open up because the National Association of Realtors would not allow Black people to be a realtor. We couldn't have that name. We can wear that uh, trade name. So um, we identify ourselves as realtists, and we don't discriminate against anybody. We allow all disciplines in. If you're a broker, a salesperson, a title person, insurance person, an attorney, a painter, a contractor, uh, uh, whatever. So we we invite everybody in. Um, but yeah, we have a twenty thousand reach, twenty thousand member reach. Wow. That's a dynamic position. One of the things that we we sometimes take for granted is, um, you know, we think about and we know about the history of discrimination in housing, but we don't necessarily think about it from an industry perspective. And so for NARAD to to have that history and that legacy and still be working um, towards resolving those issues, it's encouraging to hear and to learn about. And so I'm excited that we're partnering with you, with you all to support the work that you're doing in the community, but also to help um, help our community learn more about what the, the real estate process looks like um, and also getting financially prepared in order to be active participants in the real estate market. Um, I know Dr. Soros is probably going to ask this question, so I won't ask it specifically the way he would. Um, but what are some of the things that you're seeing now where we are, you know, COVID-19, um, the economy is in a weird place. I'm literally sitting here on a website right now looking for homes myself, but I, I consider myself probably non-traditional in the sense of, of, of shopping during this time. But what are some of the, the common things that you guys are seeing as it relates to the real estate market, the industry, um, and the COVID-19 experience we're having? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Since um, COVID-19, um, first, at the very beginning, the interest rates went up. Okay. They went up to in the fives. I was shocked. Now they're down in the twos, just under three. I'm, I'm happy about that. However, the lenders, the, the mortgage, to get a mortgage, they've, they've changed the game on us a little bit, a lot, actually. Now, um, most people are requiring a higher credit score, 640, a 720 to get a mortgage. Now, and I mean a lot of lenders, not just one or two. Um, I believe... Um, the one that's a, a verb is the only one that um, is staying at their six, I believe, um, not run or tag, but, you know, the other one. Um, I think it's Chase. So then you have. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so you have um, you have the you have to deal with the credit score. Right. And what they did now is, hey, if I want to buy a two family house. What they did is they changed the rules. So you have to qualify for the whole payment where prior to COVID-19, you could you could use the income from the other unit to help you qualify. Mm. Not only that, not only that, 
Now they want six months in reserves if you buy a two-family house. Wow. Now, most of us were taught, hey, get the two-family house and help you build and, and get everything straight and this is the best investment for you and what have you. But they've taken that away. Not only that, let me continue. They're, they're strip, many lenders are backing away from doing a 203K. Now, I live in the Northeast. I'm not as privileged to live in Texas and spacious uh you know, uh, Georgia and what have you. But in the Northeast, a lot of our our inventory, a lot of our homes are old. We don't have a lot of brand new homes. So I need the 203K to make it actually livable. I need the 203K so that this family of four can fit into this three bedroom. I, I may need an extra bedroom. I may need an extra bathroom because the inventory is old. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's aged. So with the, without that two or three K, you're taking a lot of inventory off the market. You're reducing my my housing stock. So all of this is playing into it, uh, along with household income, along with kids not in school and I can't go out. The other party can't go out and get a job. It is hurting us. So, so Darnell, having said all of that, is this the right time to even think about um, home ownership? Should we be perhaps waiting until this coronavirus impact is lifted? I mean, so so many people were hurt during the financial crisis, 2007, 2008, 2009 and following. Uh, many people have just given up on the dream or the strategy of home ownership. I mean, what say you? I think that if you can buy, you should buy, especially uh, right now with the rates in the twos. I, I haven't we haven't seen rates in the twos. So if you can buy, go ahead and buy, because there's going to be good deals out there for sure. Um, there's such a thing as panic selling. Some people are going to panic and sell. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the rates could not be lower if you're in position, if you're in position to buy. It means, you know, you've taken your counseling class, you reduced your debt, you, your credit is good. If you're in position, you should buy. You should buy at all times. I mean, uh, shelter is one of the three basic needs, food, clothing, and shelter. Yeah. Yeah. So, Laura, um, you've been working with the D3 team on strategy. And Tamika made reference to the fact that we have this partnership. Could you give our listeners some sense of how D3 and NARAB are trying to work together? Awesome. Uh, We're excited about the relationship with D3. As the president said, if you are able to buy now, now is the time to still buy, especially with the interest rates where they are. And I know here in Texas, they're still buying. Uh, It has not decreased. They are still buying. The only issue we have is the inventory, uh, the availability of inventory here. But with the D-Free program, that will allow our clients, our, our friends, our neighbors, et cetera, that we're working with the opportunity to, if you have not set a plan, to be able to set a plan to pay down debt, create a budget, create a savings plan so that you can be in a position to buy the homes. Because I tell everyone, everyone can buy a home and own a home if you desire it may not be now. You just have to position yourself for later. So the D-Free program will allow our clients, our members to position their clients 
for homeownership now or later. So we're looking forward to that uh, relationship and the tools that D3 uh, offer will allow us to uh, be more uh, equipped ambassadors out into our communities and neighborhoods for uh, our communities. So we want to say that uh, Donnell Williams deserves all the credit for this partnership. He came to see me before he became president of NARAB and said to me that he would become president and that he would need our help. He had a vision for a partnership. He had a vision for a strategy. And that's why I've supported him tremendously. The fact is that we have these goals and dreams about financial freedom and creating wealth. And sometimes we never get beyond the slogan or the hashtag tag. D3 was intentionally crafted to become a tool that black organizations could use to support their members exactly the way you described, Laura. So thank you for embracing it. Thank you for sharing the vision and thank you for the work you're doing, helping our people access the opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you. You guys have both said it best, that whole getting in position. And I think, you know, if there was any charge that we would have to people, you know, around just financial stability, period, it really is about getting in position. And, you know, I think, you know, you spoke to credit scores, you spoke to having savings, you spoke to understanding the market and and where it is right now and what's available and what's not and what the options are. Um, But also offering hope to people that, you know, home ownership is still a part of the dream. And it can still be a part of the plans, you know, as long as you position yourself well. So I, too, am excited about this partnership and looking forward to the resources that you all bring um, to the table, you know, with respect to DFREE um, and specifically in the area of homeownership. Um, it's just so it's critical for us. And we've, you know, we've talked about it a lot. Um, we've offered some resources in the area of, you know, how to be an informed you know, buyer and how to get into the housing market. But I think this partnership is really going to prove fruitful at the local levels to make sure that people not only understand what it takes to get in position, but what to do once you're ready. So I just I thank you guys so much for what you bring to the table. Yeah. Thank you. Now, now we talk a lot about home ownership. Are there many black uh, realtors that are engaged in in commercial real estate? And by commercial, for our listeners, I'm talking about anything that's real estate that's larger than a four-family house, apartment no. buildings, um, office buildings, not many? No, there are not many at all. Um, funny you should bring that up. I'm entering into an agreement with um, a commercial broker who's going to offer some courses mm. on that. But yeah, we're far and few between. That That's really funny. We're going to do that um, in July. Um, it's at a discounted price for my members and three ninety nine for non-members. But it's uh, and it's a major, major commercial brokerage. It's going to come in, train online, virtual, what have you. And uh, yeah, we're going to put up a referral agreement, so we just don't leave you out there. Once you learn the craft, we're going to hold your hand through it. This company's going to hold your hand through it. They're one of the top ten major commercial brokers in the country. Because that's really where where big money's being made every day in commercial real estate. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a big um, Laura has has. Um, Janiah talked to you about our partnership with with um, eHome America. 
No, we she's mentioned it, but we've not gotten into a de- uh, in-depth conversation. In fact, we uh, have a call on Monday scheduled to talk more about um, events and partnerships uh, for the future. Yeah, is a HUD certified home ownership training program that's all online. And completion of that qualifies prospective homeowners for down payment assistance. And um, we have a partnership with them that will ultimately create prospects that we can refer to your realtors because they are qualified and certified for first-time home buying. Now, I keep going back and forth with, with, with Dr. here. He keeps saying real tours. I keep saying real tists. It's hard to teach an old dog. New <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to get it right. So y'all we just fought for that name. We fought hard for that name. I know. Jay Cleaver said it like this. Please be patient with me. God is not with me yet. <laughs> I got it. But, God, yeah, but your mind, not your heart. I read, but I read in your bio, National Association of Real Estate Brokers. Right. right? Correct. Okay. All right. So if I say real estate broker, I'm still right, right? You are correct. Okay, good. So it's either realist or real estate broker. Well, it's, no, no. The trade names, the trade names are realtist, R E A L T I S T, or realtor. Neither one of them are licensed entities because the state licenses brokers and salesperson as far as real estate. But it's just trade names. It's different. I happen to be both, so it really doesn't matter. I'm just um, happen to be the president of one. All right. The big difference between the two realtors are basically just brokers and agents. A realtist is any discipline. If you touch real estate in any kind of way, you are a realtist. Oh, so I'm a realtor. I own, I own commercial real estate. And, we, and we'll take your dues tomorrow. I'll be by. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because it, it does, it makes it um, significantly more comprehensive. And, and when it comes to us, and I'm specifically meaning us um, African-Americans, I think it's important for us to understand all aspects of it and not be um, kind of pigeonholed and, and just knowing kind of who the players are. I think we struggle with that in a lot of different industries. And so I applaud you guys and being all encompassing around the entire real estate industry and being inclusive. And I think that is a critical part of education for people that are looking for our people that are looking to get into um, real estate, either as a, as a consumer or from an industry perspective. And so um whatever training you guys can do to give our people on that um, would be really um, beneficial. Yeah, no, no question about it. Um, I, I love what you do, but more importantly, I love you. I, I love visionary leadership. I love people who still care about the black community and aren't simply out there trying to make money for themselves. Um, and I, and I love the fact that, you're focused on the area that I know is critical for developing wealth, and that is ownership and ownership of assets that appreciate in value. Um, 50% of my assets, now that I'm not broke, are in real estate. The other 50% are in the stock market. And I just, I can't tell you how supportive I am personally and, and how supportive we are organizationally 
of your movement. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When, when we when we finished with this, I developed the Realtors Referral Network. And that ties in. I've been, well, before the virus hit, I was traveling all over the country, connecting the dots, as our friend George Frazier says. And uh, what I've done is I, I got uh, D-Free and NAACP and AME 2nd District, AME 9th District, um, uh, NAACP, Church of God in Christ, Full Gospel Fellowship, St. Jackson State University, uh, Black Nurses, um, trying to work on the nobles. What I did, Deltas, Kappas, well, not the Deltas yet, but the Kappas are on board, trying to connect the dots because we buy and sell every day. We buy and sell every day, but when, if we use the Realtors organization, then that nonprofit, all these are nonprofits, could help. We can make a donation. It could help sustain them if we're using this network that I developed and, and purchased and cultivated. So I'm very excited about that as well. It's about circling the black dollars within our community and keeping it within our community. Right, right. We're, we're in. And um, if there's anything that you think we should be doing that we have not planned to do, let us know what it is. I want to invite both of you back to our national conference to celebrate our 15th anniversary. It'll be July 24th and 25th. It will be virtual, but it will be dynamic and it will be impactful. And so we want you to be a part of it. Thank you very much. Thank you. We look forward to it. Excellent. Before you go, where can people go to find out more about NARAB? They can go to NAREB.com. NAREB.com. Excellent. 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 Well, listen, you've been listening to the End of Black podcast sponsored by D Free. This is the Forest Story. My co host is Tamika Stembridge, and you're listening to an interview that we've had with Donnell Williams and Laura Washington of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, NARAB, uh, that consists of black realists across the country doing all things real estate. And uh, I'm, I think I'm being asked to join tomorrow because I've got some real estate. And I'm hoping that all of you will really focus on the opportunity in owning real estate. If you own a house, buy another one. If you're renting an apartment, buy a house, and we will send you to a a viable, valuable, informed African-American who will help you facilitate the process of becoming a homeowner. Now is the time. Interest rates are down. Values will be going down, and opportunities abound. So contact D-Free, and we'll make sure that we connect you to our partners at NARAP. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Tamika, thanks for being with me. And Donnell and Laura, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Have your traditional D-Free in-person classes been interrupted by COVID-19? Use our free online D-Free Academy to pick up where you left off and progress on your journey to financial freedom. Once you register for the D-Free Academy, skip to where you left off, or if you're new here, start from step one. Get started today at mydfree.org.